Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. Welcome to the November 19th, 2019 episode of Astro Energy Astrology. My name is Shelley Overton, and I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida. You can get me at angeliczodiac.com if you want a reading. And it is beautiful here. I am in heaven, quite honestly, here in Orlando. It's in the low 70s, actually, when I woke up. It might even be lower. It's 66 degrees. So that's pretty awesome, if you ask me. I get to wear a sweater. I don't get to do that very often here in Orlando. So anyway, we had a wonderful weekend. We were out at the Spirit Fair in Orlando in celebration, which I mentioned last week. And it was a wonderful event. I gave a workshop on beginning astrology. I talked to a lot of uh, wonderful people who came through. And yeah, it was a really good time. So I hope you had a wonderful weekend. And We're entering a new week. It's Tuesday, and we've got a brand new position for Mars. Mars is in Scorpio now. Mars entered Scorpio. uh, Actually, I can't even tell you exactly when because I cannot find my ephemeris currently, but it did do it recently. It might have even done it yesterday. It's at zero degrees and seven minutes. So brand new energy of Scorpio. We are no longer in Libra, which is a cooperative energy, although looking at politics, you would not expect that because it is still very contentious. Mars and Scorpio means we're in for a decent ride of our lives here with the impeachment inquiry, which I guess is going on again today. And uh, let me just look here real quick. So we've got a little over a month of... Mars in Scorpio. It goes into Sagittarius on the 3rd or 4th of January, which is right when uh, Jupiter, no, that's not true. Jupiter goes in December 3rd, January 3rd, Mars goes into Sagittarius. But it is within 10 days of the conjunction between Saturn, Pluto, Mercury, and the Sun. So Mars in Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto. Currently, even though it's in Scorpio, and Scorpio is a 60-degree angle to Capricorn, it is still really squaring uh, the energy of Pluto because Pluto is closer to the end degrees of Capricorn and Mars is at the beginning degrees of Scorpio, which means he was just in square at 21 Libra. And so he's just moving out of a square. 
but he is still kind of in that energy a little bit more than he is in cooperative energy. The fact that he was directly squaring Libra, or excuse me, when he was in Libra, he was squaring Pluto. Um, that's when the whole impeachment inquiry really began. But in Scorpio, it is about fact-finding and digging up the dark secrets. So um, I'm guessing that, guessing, taking an educated guess, that we are going to definitely see a lot of secrets come out in this next few weeks because of that energy. And then, of course, um, in two weeks, we have Jupiter going to Capricorn. So that is the energy of structure around understanding and higher awareness. So, And it's also uh, Capricorn is the energy that rules authority. And so Jupiter, it's an interesting energy. I, and I know I digress just momentarily, but if you'll indulge me a second on Jupiter. Jupiter likes to bring out what was found kind of when the planets go through Scorpio, they dig deep and find information out. And when they get to Sagittarius, they dump it out and say, hey, look what I found, look at this. Uh, when they get to Capricorn, usually they say, well, you need to take ownership of this now. Uh, interestingly, though, the energy of Jupiter is not one that wants to stick around for the fallout. They keep moving. They're an energy of transience. And so what they do is they bring out the information, they dump it out there, and they say, see you later, bye. And so what they're doing is they are bringing in the information, but then they are also saying, it's not my problem. So it'll be interesting, really, to see how Jupiter in, interacts with Capricorn, because Capricorn is about ownership. Jupiter is about letting other people be responsible, because Jupiter had its fill of Capricorn, you know, in the process of the Zodiac, going around the Zodiac. It's the ruler of Sagittarius. Actually, I take it back. <laughs> if you could only see inside my brain, you would know why I get uh, cross purposes sometimes. Anyway, uh, Sagittarius is before Capricorn. Aquarius is after. So Jupiter rules Sagittarius, the energy before Capricorn. But it is after Scorpio. So the interesting part is Scorpio is very intense and deep and emotional. And when Jupiter goes through Scorpio, it expands that. A year ago, it went into Sagittarius. So it got to be in its own sign, more happy-go-lucky, more light and enlightened and bubbly and playful. And it likes to be there. It doesn't want to be in this dark place because it's the next energy after Scorpio. So when it goes into Capricorn, it's like the balance shifts again to something more cooperative with intense Scorpio, which is uh, stability and structure and rootedness. So that goes along with the whole roots and digging deep under the earth of Scorpio. But Jupiter doesn't naturally enjoy Capricorn energy. It wants freedom. It doesn't want to be restricted. And Sagittarius, excuse me, Capricorn restricts. And so we have this energy of freedom loving immersed in the energy of rules and regulations. And so it's going to be a battle because Jupiter direct for part of the year will want to um, – expose a lot of 
things that it hears and sees around um, Capricorn. At the same time, it is also giving us the bounty of where it was in Sagittarius, which is um, the energy of travel and really playfulness and transportation energy. So it's kind of that's the energy that we'll see start to congeal in Capricorn. So we're getting all this um, awareness that may not have come to fruition as Jupiter was in the sign, which can happen. We are aware of energy when planets go through a sign, but we don't actually get to see the culmination until they move out of that sign and go to the next sign. And so Jupiter and Sagittarius, um, I personally have a lot of people around me traveling. I am not traveling a lot. I do small trips, but I didn't go up to South Carolina like my parents did last week. I stayed here. I needed a little alone time. So when Jupiter moves into Capricorn, there will be more of a practical purpose for travel. But you will have opportunities for travel. You can actually... Um, I've mentioned this before, Sagittarius is the energy of uh, real estate, real estate uh, purchases and structure will come more manifest in Jupiter in Capricorn. So it brings all of the issues of Sagittarius down into the material world. But at the same time, it also brings out the information that was understood. So because Jupiter rules real estate and spirituality um, on some level it rules people who seek out structures in religion such as churches um, it does rule sex it rules musicians and comedians so all of those areas will be affected when jupiter goes into capricorn and so we will see things about those and even potentially see people in those fields transition on and we'll see that when Jupiter hits Capricorn because it brings the Jupiterian energy to the material world. So what does that mean for Mars? Well, Mars is going to be talking to Jupiter here pretty quick um, within the next couple of weeks. Actually, I don't think that they will actually, yeah, Mars already went over a direct sextile to Jupiter. So they had their conversation in Sagittarius and Libra, but they will uh, still have a cooperation for a period of time as Jupiter gets closer to Capricorn. They will move back into signs that are cooperative, which is Scorpio and Sagittarius. So um, I do want to qualify this. Scorpio and Sagittarius potentially could be cooperative, although they are 30 degrees apart. Um, some of the signs going around the zodiac do get along fairly well. Like what comes to mind is... Um, Taurus and Cancer or Cancer and Leo because it rules security. Both Taurus and Cancer rule security. Um, cancer and Leo are about family. So you do have some energies that can be cooperative, but Scorpio and Sagittarius, Sagittarius does not like to go deep, and Scorpio lives in the deep realm. So I don't know that they necessarily have as much in common being adjacent to each other as say, you know, um, Aquarius and Pisces. But nonetheless, um, having Jupiter go into Capricorn just adds a fifth planet coming up for the beginning of the year that will be in Capricorn. So we are absolutely 
ramping up this whole energy regarding a shift in structure. And that also falls into every one of our charts. And so wherever that falls in your chart, that's where you're going through a major life shift. Then Mars in Scorpio digs in, digs deep. And I know we've gone through Scorpio season. You know, Mercury's still, it's at 1144. It goes direct tomorrow. And then he goes through the second half of the zodiac, or second half of his sign of Scorpio until, uh, sorry, December 7th. And so from now until December 7th, we're going and wrapping up the story that we have been initiating within that Scorpio realm. So it could be taxes, it could be death and processing a transition around death, it could be accidents, it could be transportation, children, pets, um, communications, really, really big. And because it's Scorpio is a feminine sign, it can also involve women. Um, I know I was having issues with women this last week, and I have, uh, and I didn't tell you this either, um, my car, I call her Bluebell, female, and um, I had someone back into me in a parking lot coming out. I was actually backing up for a parking space, and someone backed into me pulling out. So I was the one who had a car accident after I went and warned you all last week. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Mars in Scorpio is action. It's drive. It's where we put our attention and where we put our action. So even though we have finished the majority of the Scorpio planets, Venus, the sun is at 26 Scorpio, um, you know, we're really moving past a lot of the Scorpio energy as the sun moves into Sagittarius in a few days. But Mars is now moving in. So it kind of extends this whole Scorpio cycle for another month and a half. And Mercury doesn't get out until, you know, the second week of uh, December. So Mars will have us ready for a fight. I don't know how else to put it politely. We've got Mars opposing Uranus right now. It is about money and values. And Really, Uranus retrograde is about going back to the past and trying to understand what we came from and how we're moving into the future. And the future is much more eclectic and different, unusual, eccentric. It is also money around technology. But in retrograde, it brings us more into a practical sense around money and a security sense. When it goes direct in January, which is, I just had it here. Where did you go? Sorry, I'm in January on the ephemeris, around the 11th of January. So, and I noted that because the 12th is when we have this stellium in Capricorn. The 11th is when Uranus goes direct. So the two happen together. It will be a significant time. Um, I probably will write more about that, although I did actually do a blog on this whole Capricorn aspect going on. I don't remember if I brought in Uranus. Uranus is the wild card. It is what we don't see coming, and so it's information that comes out of nowhere, and it is monetary. It is about value systems, which can also translate to morals. And then Scorpio is a sign of, and I know a lot of people are like, they have their own opinions. I've heard so many people telling me about what Scorpio represents 
but in my opinion, Scorpio is about integrity. I have strong Scorpio in my chart, and integrity has always been the center of what motivates me, and it is about passion. So you will see passions rise and integrity be questioned, and you will also see power struggles in the money sector. That is what Uranus does. Uranus is all about um, who has the power and how can I get power, and it's about personal power. And in the sign of Taurus, is about it's about your personal power with regards to the money and your value in the world. So that's coming up in January um, the 12th, 13th, 11th now because of Uranus going direct, but 11th, 12th, 13th, very significant date in the coming year. I'm going to be doing an overview show at the end of the year. And I'm, again, last year I did it 50-50. I think I did um, Aries through Virgo and then Libra through Pisces. But I will be doing, and that was two shows because it was so much information. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. And I may also, well, I know I will do horoscopes for that, but you might have to um, find them in different venues. <laughs> I've got uh, horoscopes going into the sanctuary uh, it's a magazine associated with the Spirit Fest that I do, and that's also online. So I will tell you that information when I actually get it. But if you're interested in the sanctuary, which, again, I write horoscopes for, you can find that on Facebook at the Sanctuary for Mind, Body, and Spirit. And that's a whole Facebook page in and of itself. And it's also associated on my Astro Energy site and my Angelic Zodiac site on Facebook. So Definitely go over there and look for it if you're interested in finding out more about the horoscopes that are in that. We have the December, let me see, is it December? No, I think November issue out. Started in October, and now we have November, and I have to get the horoscopes for December and as soon, obviously. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, we've got a lot of intensity coming up with that Mars and Scorpio. I personally am anticipating it being an intense couple weeks around Thanksgiving, but also um, mid-degree, mid so when it hits that 11 degrees, which is where Mercury went back to, and then again at the very end of the cycle, that's when Mercury went retrograde, and the impeachment, articles of impeachment, or the process was voted on, so that will also be a really big moment with this whole impeachment going on. And that will be, um, what did I say? The Oh, I'm looking it up. Um, I'm sorry. It's, it's coming up in 2020. I've got to get my ephemeris correct here. So January 2nd and 3rd really is, well, the whole beginning of the year. It will be interesting because it is actually lining up with New Year's, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and the second and third. That's when Mars hits that same degree that they voted on the impeachment inquiry. So the first two weeks of January are going to be rocking and rolling around all of that. My guess is also over in England, it's going to be rocking and rolling with what's going on with Brexit as well, because they are so closely tied. Um, again, Culturally, all across the world, we've got so many different um, humanitarian issues making, you know, coming to an ahead. Like I know Hong Kong and the protesters in Hong Kong 
they basically said in the article, I'm looking at some online information that China said at this point, you've got to stop or we're going to be aggressive. So not that they haven't already, but they are. And they're detaining a thousand people at Hong Kong University. Um, they're basically seeing it as an aggression, I think, against the state. And so they're they're really cracking down hard now on protesters in Hong Kong. So it's all over the world, you know, these issues. And that's the other thing about Jupiter that I haven't really said much about. And that is um, Jupiter is about foreign energy and connectedness to other cultures. So we're seeing how other people in other places in the world are really struggling for a fight to be free as well. And that's what Sagittarius is all about is freedom. Okay. So um, that being said, let's see, we've got moon in Leo today and the moon is squaring Scorpio, which again, moon degree and late degrees of uh, Leo squaring late degree sun in Scorpio. It is about lack of integrity, uh, fraudulent energy. I actually have someone who contacted me about some readings and I'm kind of hanging back waiting to see. It's a suspicious email to me. So I'm waiting to see if that is actually a fraudulent one, which wouldn't surprise me if it is. But um, yeah, just be very cautious, especially with emails. Um, I went and warned you last week and then I went and did exactly what I warned everyone about. So I'm just going to bring it up casually that that's the energy of this week uh, for the next day or so. And then we have moon in Virgo, which is purity and education and service. So that'll be more educational energy coming in and not as much. I mean, it is about children with moon and Leo, but it's more about the teachers with moon and Virgo. And then towards the end of the week, we'll have the moon in Libra. And so it's much more of a cooperative energy this weekend. And we also on Wednesday have Mercury turning direct. So that will help us a lot. We are going to be, like I said, wrapping up this old energy um, around emotionalism and connectedness. This falls exactly on my son's Chiron and exactly on my Moon-Neptune conjunction. So I'm not necessarily looking forward to the next couple of days, but hopefully they'll be gentle on me. I will do my best to meditate and send out positive energy and work with crystals and whatever it takes. Um, I hope you do too. Let's just pull a card. I've got angel cards sitting here on the floor next to me. Let's just see. I'm going to pull an angel card and see what we get for this week. How about that? I don't do that very often, but I really like doing it. I've got actually two cards. So I've got nature and divine guidance, which actually goes really well with Jupiter in the last degrees of Sagittarius and Venus in Sagittarius. They are both in a sign that loves nature. So um, get connected to nature, going out into nature this week. And I'm going to take that to heart. I will try and get out today. I started walking again. I haven't walked in a few weeks, and that's really very helpful. And that's something that Sagittarius really wants us to do is get physically fit. So go out in nature and get fit. Okay, let's just see what we have. I'm going to real quick – I'm sorry for people waiting. Give me a second here while I get my um, charts up. I, some of you who call in, call in, uh, in, you know, they're repeat callers, what I'm trying to say. Hello. And still feeling the effects. I did want to tell you also this other interesting thing that happened to me. When my parents were out of town, I was over at their house, 
I went into the garage, which was dark, and the light inside my parents' car was on. And I couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for them to turn it off when they get home. And we went out last night, and it was getting dark, and this light was still on in the car. And I'm like, you know, the light's on in here, and they didn't really know immediately how to do it, but they turned it off. And then I got home from there, and the light was on inside my car. So I was going to a friend's house, and I turned, I managed to find the light and turn it off. I opened and shut all the doors to make sure that was it, but it wasn't. So I had to physically turn off the button inside the car, like my parents also had to. I get over to my friend's house, and her daughter was leaving work at night and called her and was talking just to feel safer, and the light was on in her car. So three times the light on inside the car, and I just thought, wow, that's definitely a message from spirit. What it is yet, I don't know, but I wanted to share it with you because I thought it was really fascinating. If you guys have anything like that, go over to the Facebook page and share it with me because I don't have a lot of interaction with my people from the show, and I actually want to encourage you more to go and interact with me on the Astro, Astro Energy page on Facebook Let's build a community here because, um, if anything, the Spirit Fest this weekend really reminded me how wonderful it is to connect with people who share similar attitudes and beliefs and views on the world. And um, we definitely need that right now. So anyway, let's see who we have. Let's hear from 202. Hi, 202. How are you? Hey, Sally. It's Kay. How are you? Hey, Kay. I thought it was. I'm good. Mm-hmm. What's going on in your world now? Mm, what's not? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of um So things are moving along or it's just really stressful? It's like everything. I know that sounds it sounds so vague, but um things are moving <laughs> along. I'm no, seeing I feel a lot you. of like there's a lot there's a lot of just processing and um uh-huh. revelations. Um just oh, good. really getting good? to see that, like, <laughs> we really do create our world. It's like, you know, you think things and you you start seeing them outside of you. And it's sort of like yeah. so much to the point where it's like, okay, I know that, um, you know, when you use your phone, you know, like if you're on the phone now, you'll see the advertisement pop up and stuff and like yes. the world is kind mm-hmm. of listening. So it's like, is the world listening or am I just like creating the world? No, the, well, it's both. You're right. It's both. Um, yeah. Well, I will tell you this as a public service. If you have Instagram, go on Instagram into your settings and, well, actually, and your iPhone, if you have an iPhone, and then go down mm-hmm. to where the settings are for Instagram and click on it and turn it off. Like if, if you are so inclined and can do that and don't use it as much during the day, just at times, turn off the um microphone because it does listen to your voice it listens to your conversation oh, absolutely. i mean i've, I've literally tested, seen things yeah, to I've the point where it. it's like it's clear yeah it's clear yeah. and even yeah. when it's not so when it's not on like i'm like okay i know what's up yep. but anyway sorry yep. i digress um lots of no, processing okay. that's just like interesting. <laughs> <laughs> cool with um just yeah. lineage and family lineage and parent stuff and pain and uh, just mm-hmm. a lot of processing and releasing, honestly. Um, Good. So, You've got Neptune yeah, in the first house. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. As a person with Neptune in the first though. house, I can really understand. <laughs> sorry, what did you say? You dropped it. Yeah. Off. No. It, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, 
do I, did I put myself on mute again? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, for like two I have, I, oh, okay. I was saying that um, I have Neptune in the first house and so do you. So mm. you have ideals that you set up about the world and yours are very spiritual, higher um, seeking energy and probably not, unsimilar to my Neptune and Scorpio in the first house where we want the truth to come out. And so Mm -hmm. all your life you've had this visionary idea of how people should be and you project who you are, which is very idealistic onto others. And with the energy uh, and Venus right on your Neptune, it's like you've got to be aware of how that truly is, especially when Jupiter was retrograde. So that period of time this year was really difficult for you, but now Mm -hmm. it's direct, fortunately. But you also have sun on your natal Uranus in your 12th house, and that's really causing some deep emotional uh, stuff to come out right now. That's what it is. I'm like, like, what is it? Because I feel it is Uranian. Like I literally, it's that shaky kind of feeling, electric. Yeah. Where you're like, hold up, I'm about yeah, to lose my, my and, shit, you know, like and, where you worry, start yeah. worrying about your mental stuff, you know? Yeah, it's anxiety and anxiousness. And, yeah, I mean, definitely I have to say we are coming into the Aquarian age, which is an electrical energy. So I think more and more we're – and it's also mental health. And we're feeling people um, – really having more anxiety and stress just dealing with day-to-day things. And that part of that is because we're to a clearer energy and we need to release things. And that's, that's part of the energy of Aquarius is releasing. Um, And because Mm -hmm. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus is the planet in your 12th house. And it's such a watery energy that it's in. It's like putting an electric to the water and hang on one second. Mm-hmm. For those who are leaving us at the bottom of the hour, listen in archives on iTunes, and you'll get the rest of the podcast. Okay, that's all. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Scorpio, Scorpio Uranus in the twelfth is like, gee, channel much, mediumistic much. <laughs> it's definitely oh you have my, it's the happening. So the psychic, it's just like boom. I'm getting so many downloads, Shelley. It's like, yeah, I don't Crazy. even know what to do with them. <laughs> Write it down. You know, and I don't Write know what's down. real or what's not, you know? Oh, another thing you could do is record it. Like if you have the voice memos on your phone, record it and then, you know, keep those in a file on your computer of all the information. And maybe it'll be a book somewhere. Maybe it'll be a movie. You don't know. Oh, wow. That's a good Neptune. idea. I get them in flashes, yeah. though. I get it. It's, I get picture so flashes I. and I get I get song like now it's like songs i'm like what is going on so it's awesome um, i love when songs in my head because or even on the radio new. You're like, it's new the oh, song thing is yeah. new really um oh that's so cool yeah it's a song of, it's a song that's, from a it's a song that i know that it jogs a certain person's memory about a situation in a bad way oh, so like whenever she's angry no, about not. something the song I can yeah. I get it I hear it in my head and then I find out later that she's angry about it that incident you know okay well so um, that's spirit being able to talk to you through the language of music and lyrics which is awesome wow. that's your Libra that's your Moon Pluto Libra conjunction okay Libra uh, is about lyrics and and um, you've got let's see Mercury and Sun conjunct in Pisces in the house of communication so that's also there so you've got two mm. connections having lyrics and music 
as a means and psychic awareness as a means of connecting in. So, um, yeah, I totally get what you mean by the downloads. Like when you get information, it's like a complete understanding of something. It's not like a process where you have to reason through logic. It's just like, boom, Mm -hmm. this is a realization. Like your little encapsulated aha moments, like, boom, there you go. Boom, there you go. And it's like, you understand it completely. And um, so definitely find a way to either record it or write it down, either one. But I, I really, and idea. I will tell you. Maybe I'll do it on my phone or something I, like the Just I record dictate. it on my iPhone or something. Um, yeah, I dictate. I don't type anymore. I dictate. So, I mean, I do ooh. type. I'm not, I mean, I'm not typing in certain aspects. But I do so much writing, and I have so much information that comes into my brain. I It's yeah, tedious to have to type, type it. Or write no, my exactly. hand literally goes flat. I'm just like, it can't catch up. I'm just like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> with my brain. <laughs> yeah. It just so, won't, my, it doesn't just, uh, go fast enough with my okay. mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll do it. Okay, anyway, cool. that's what's going on. Yeah. But you also um, have Uranus retrograde yeah. in the fifth going back towards your home and family. So that's probably some family stuff too. What What did you want to yeah, know real no, quick? Is that why I'm, the family is kind of like going that, like my mom is, is not very happy right now, and it's making me not happy, you know? Um, that's probably, I would say that's probably Scorpio, and the Moon-Pluto conjunction for you is answering to um, Pluto in the sky right now, and they're squared. Um, literally, Pluto in the sky is at 21 Capricorn, and your Pluto is at 21 Ca- uh, Libra, and Moon is at 21 Libra, so you have a direct square to um uh, Pluto right now so it's kind of like and that's also what I kind of want to hit home about Mars and Scorpio is we're ready for a fight there's a fight coming and even though it's in sextile by sign it's still n degrees of a square as Mars moves closer to the latter degrees going into December we will have more cooperation for what has to happen but right now it's still that battle like I'm going to battle you for the truth and as Mars goes on, like I said, it'll get closer to a cooperative energy with Pluto and Saturn. And honestly, I just want to say January, that's when it's like a watershed moment. January is our 2020. Mm-hmm. It's our clear vision. It is 2020 for a reason. It is a profound, um, I want to say prophetic time. We are definitely mm-hmm. moving into a different energy. Again, I know we raised it from 2012, December 21st, 2012, but this is mm-hmm. like on steroids and you know the engine is fully cooked and ready to get us where we're going so it's, it's going to be time. like you know slap you against the back of the seat with the g-force that's january so <laughs> oh enjoy the, the chaotic dreamy floaty neptunian moment right now because that's also neptune's on oh. your mercury and yeah. it's literally your son of 14 Pisces, Neptune at 15 Pisces, your Mercury at 16 Pisces. So it is, it's coming between you and siblings in some way. Um, I will mm-hmm. tell you that too. The Neptune mm-hmm. is like holding you back like from ego and siblings. It's like dead center between them. And retrograde means that there's like a truth that comes out. But Neptune goes direct the end of the month and probably going to have next week's show about Neptune and Neptune going direct. So we'll discuss that next week. Okay? Okay, cool. And then for the, I guess for the January, is there a specific, like in terms of the mom stuff and the parental stuff, when will that let up? Or I think you said December, because then doesn't it go back next year or something like that? Like I'm just like. 
the book stuff so is really a hit with Pluto. And I will tell you, um, the the conjunction of Saturn to Pluto with Sun and Mercury is on at 22 degrees, which is like one degree past that conjunction, a square to your moon Pluto conjunction. So that will be really the head. That will be the coming of the final, you know, whatever has to come out between the two of you will happen then. And it's a major shift. And even if that means that you just can't get along, and I'm, I want to know, is that the case? You're just not getting along? It's not that. It's that she's not happy and it's, it has to do with her marriage and it always gives makes me upset when her and my father, it's like bringing back old memories from a child and it's, it's, it's relating to my home and stability and all of that and wanting, you know, to keep them together and this and that. Well, moon Pluto conjunction in your chart says that number one, Pluto is a depressing energy because it goes in the depths of things and it's exactly Mm -hmm. at the same point of the moon, which is, so there is, a natural conjunction between not being happy and your mom. The good news is that the moon is past Pluto, which means that, mm-hmm. yes, she still has influence, but she's going to be able to overcome it. Um, the other news is that there's a direct square between Pluto Saturn and the Pluto moon, which it's part of your story to have to deal with her moods and where her marriage is. And I'm not going to really get into it further on a public conversation with you. If you want to, privately arrange something with me we could do that and go over some of this but um it is a very big time coming up in the beginning of next year okay and she's part of it she's part of it there's yeah. a square between moon and which is home and career mother father so moon rules the fourth house of home and saturn rules the the um tenth house of dad and structures do you think so. it's dissolving Uh, again, I don't want to say anything here in public, so oh, okay. you know, just text me privately or go on my Facebook page, and I'll talk to you, okay? Thank you. Welcome. Best to you, Kay. All right? Thanks. Yep. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. And that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for uh, listening in, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at AstroArt.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at AngelicZodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.